And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast. I'm Zach Harper. We got Josh Houston. We got Jay King. We got Dave DeFore and Andrew Schlick producing. Happy New Year! I don't know what you guys do. Josh, you've got you've got kids, right? Yeah, I would show you, but I've got uh, an indoor bounce house taking up eighty percent of my upstairs right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> a train set that's never turned off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> indoor bounce house is dope, it's, though. It is dope. It's it's sick. He loves it, but like it's like uh, turn it on, jump on it for five minutes, get off. Okay, let's turn it off, and then five minutes later, it's it, back on. It's if not you're great. not watching us on YouTube, which you should, you should be on our YouTube page subscribed. The thousand yard stare that Josh gave as he said, <laughs> a train stop, a train train set that doesn't stop. It's that always is, on. I came please. upstairs to set up for this and it was just on and the train was on its side, just <laughs> buzzing. It's like, what the hell is that? No, it, it just never stops moving. When Jay, I used what to get you, my uh, cousin's kids gifts, I used to get whatever would annoy him the most. Oh, so yeah. whatever had like the most pieces to pick up, whatever had the most obnoxious <laughs> sounds. My, my wife is, bought my son a recorder, a tamper, a, and a tambourine, and a harmonica. Oh man, <laughs> terrible idea. Oh man, I, uh, yeah, that, that's as soon as wrong. My nephew uh, just turned six. I am absolutely sending him a drum set soon. Like just Dude, you just have to. You're the worst kind yeah. of person. Oh, absolutely. Totally absolutely. unrelated to the drum set thing, but yeah, just the worst just, kind of that was just that was just some analysis, some in-game analysis <laughs> just from Josh. Just a uh, reminder to all the listeners. Jay, how was New Year's in OKC? So I spent New Year's in San Antonio. Oh, that's right. And yeah. Then you got to Celtics had a game. And the, the problem about the the arena in San Antonio is that is it in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So I got out yeah. of the arena at like 1030. Getting an what Uber now? was impossible. <laughs> and so please tell I me started. You, please tell me you celebrated New Year's in the parking lot of the arena. <laughs> I celebrated New Year's walking back from the arena more than no, three miles. That's a through, trek. Are you kidding? Shifty neighborhoods with Adam Himmelsbach of the Boston Globe. Oh, that's we ended up we ended up stopping at a Jack in the Box like a mile from the downtown area or the Riverwalk area and getting an Uber back. Yeah, wow, you didn't even get to the horrible Riverwalk in time. That's one of the worst. No, I had a I had a gummy bear shot, a gummy bear flavored like vodka shot on the Riverwalk back in like 2014, and I was like, okay, I'm never coming back here. Well, it's because you had a gummy bear flavored vodka shot. It's terrible. Would you say the Riverwalk's great? It was kind of crazy. I I feel like everyone in that whole area of Texas just flocked to San Antonio for New Year's. Awful. You should be able to. You should be able to spend it in the Alamo. Just in the Alamo. Yeah, just drinking in the Alamo. It should be like a a big party (laughs) in there. 
you know? Let's reverse the juju yeah. in there. Let's reverse the vibes in the Alamo. Uh, all right. We've got uh, New Year's resolutions. We've got all kinds of stuff. Make sure you subscribe to The Athletic. Make sure you subscribe to The Bounce, our free newsletter that is about to come out this morning as we're recording. Uh, theathletic.com slash The Bounce. Be in your email inbox every damn day. Um, but first, before we get to all that stuff, guys, uh, all the stuff we were going to talk about, we have a trade. Trade season is open. OG Ananobi to the Knicks with Precious Achua and San Diego State Aztecs legend Malachi Flynn going to the Raptors. San Diego State. Going to the Raptors is RJ Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, and what I'm calling a soft launch of a first round pick because it's the Pistons 2024 second round pick, so we know it's going to be the 31st pick in the draft. Uh, so guys, obviously, I don't know. Don't I, sleep on the Wizards, man. Don't sleep on the Wizards. No, I, look, <laughs> I, I watched the Pistons end their streak, and then the next night gave up 47 points in the third quarter to the Rockets, a Rockets team that's good but not good at scoring, and made them look like the Indiana Pacers. I think the Pistons are going to be right back down to earth. I think they're going to be okay. But hey, congrats on the wings really screwing up everyone's end of 2023 by winning a game. To that these Raptors, off, didn't it? Over the, oh my God, Josh! <laughs> I made a dumb comment in the newsletter that you can get at theathletic.com/slash/bounce. I made a half-joking comment on November twenty-first that if the Pistons didn't beat the Wizards this coming week, they might they may not win again in twenty twenty-three, and it was oh, right buddy. up until the last damn the buzzer day. The buzzer. <laughs> and it's like they oh, they traded that OG. Game, they tried to. They really tried to. They're like, oh, well, they traded OG. They didn't have their full roster. It's Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam against the Pistons. You should have won that game. He hates Cunningham as hell. He's not, though. He's in hell, I just had but he's not hell. I don't dislike Cade Cunningham. I'm just not going to make him a hero and build him a statue because 22 games into the losing streak, he decided, okay, enough's enough. We're winning in six games. What's more stressful? A team that's on a 20-game win streak and the game might be slipping out of their hands? Ooh. Or a team that's on like a 20-game losing streak? They're winning and they can feel it slowly slipping away. No, it's the losing streak. What's more stressful? It's the losing streak. Because in, in the I win agree. streak, you're like, hey, man. <laughs> all right, 20, 20 and, and one, one. Pretty yes. damn good. Exactly. <laughs> The, the losing one, but zero and twenty one. Ouch! And when you're, when you're the winning team, you're just probably going to go back to winning the next day. Whereas the losing right. team, you're just going to keep it, straight on Smacked losing by the all Rockets. season. This and it's this. the only time people care about you if you're the losing team. The, nobody yeah. will care about the Pistons again the rest of the season. Nobody will care what Cade does. Oh, nobody will care what Jay will. Ivey does. We, when they nobody get to fifteen straight losses does. again, we're going to be like, here we go. Dude, that's gonna that's gonna there's no way, right? Yes, absolutely. No, no chance. I guarantee no I guarantee way. they have another losing streak of fifteen. There's no way. There's gotta be some moves made in February that may help. Like, come on. There's no way they're just like, that's it. We're just we're not gonna make any moves. We're good. Josh, Josh, I gotta remind <laughs> they could people go the other like, way. Oh. They could trade Bogdanovich. They could they could go the other way and start losing talent and just get then, worse. <laughs> yeah, this is that's the thing people don't realize. Can you? Be They're worse? not tanking this year. They're trying. There's to not win. winning. There's not winning. They're at thirty losses January first. Thirty. 
But congrats yeah, to the Pistons tough. on breaking that win- that losing streak. Uh, the OG <laughs> trade is this a win-win? I know that's not a sexy take, but Jay, is this a win-win for both teams with RJ going home? Emmanuel quickly is now their point guard, and OG kind of the perfect three and D guy coming to New York exactly what they need. Yeah, I I like this trade for both teams. I think there's a world where quickly becomes the best player in this trade or already is the best player in this trade. Already is? Quickly is really good. And he was behind Jalen Brunson. He's not that anymore. I think he's a great fit next to Scotty Barnes. If you look at all the on-off numbers, Quickly's always been fantastic. Uh, I'm open to the idea that he could become the best player in the trade, even though I think it's tough. OG's absolutely currently the best player in the trade. I That's not a knock on Quickly. Like OG's good. I think it's possible in a different situation. Quickly is the point guard the Raptors need. He'll lift them more than OG was this season. Yeah. Um, how much, how, then, how much do you think he's going to get to do with Siakam dribbling the life out of the ball? <laughs> well, how how much longer is Siakam going to be there? Are they going to keep Siakam? That's a great question. That's a too? great question. No, that's the next the next piece of this, and. I think you just move Siakam, build around Scotty Barnes and quickly and start moving to the future right now. That that present, the recent past, is nothing to hold on to. Um, and R.J. Barrett, I don't love his game, but he's big, he's strong, he's athletic. He can get to the rim I just with a little more understanding. He can't finish when he gets there. Of, <laughs> with a little more there. understanding of – what makes a good basketball shot for your team, not just for you? I think he could be pretty good. And then I love it for New York. Like, yeah, quickly, quickly is really good. And I, there are, there were definitely other teams that were sad to see him get traded somewhere else. Uh, and but like, if you're gonna move him, he didn't really fit next to Jalen Brunson in a playoff series because they're too both too small. And OG like. He's going to give space for Brunson. He's going to give space for Randall. He's going to give them a bigger, more physical defensive threat. And he's not going to do stupid stuff like R.J. Barrett did repeatedly to sabotage your offense. So well, I'm, me, I'm me, totally in on, on OG for them. And they also have more pieces to go and have another trade. This doesn't have to be it. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they can go make other moves. Josh, let me ask you this about OG. He's someone who openly wants a bigger role on offense. Right. Mm -hmm. Like he's like, and I think he sees, I think one, he's competitive and thinks he can do more. But two, I think he sees the money. Like Jeremy Grant just got 160. Right. Over, over five, you know, like, and, and OG is going to hit free agency. I don't think he's going to take his player option for next year. He's going to hit free agency and he wants to show that he can score as well as be a three and D guy. And I think he sees the money that's in there for him with that. Is New York the situation? To do that, like I know RJ got a lot of opportunities in the offense, but I'm just wondering if if OG offensively can be more than what we saw in Toronto in this Knicks situation. Yeah, I think so. I think going off what Jay was saying, like in Toronto, you know, he had Siakam, right? Like he had some decent Scotty Barnes, decent players around him. But like now he's in New York where he's got Jalen Brunson, who's like he's an elite playmaker right now. Like OG, we saw last night shoots the ball, gets downhill, whatever you need. So having Brunson be able to take some pressure, put some pressure at the rim and open up shots for OG. I don't think he had anything like that 
in Toronto now. I think it's just going to be a little bit easier for him. Now he's also on, and my whole thing with this trade was Toronto is doing this for their future. I think New York sees themselves able to compete this year to win the East. I just, I, like, I think that they were trying to look for that piece because they, who are the teams that they need to get by? Who are the teams that cause them problems in the East right now? Boston, right? Milwaukee, Miami, right? Those are like the biggest, I know, I know that look. Those are the biggest threats, right? And who are the, who are their best players? Giannis, Tatum, Jimmy. And who's the guy that is going to guard all three of those guys? OG. Exactly. So I think that they were building for, to be able to compete now, right? They've beat those teams. They've competed with those teams. I think they think they have a shot and people love winners, man. And if OJ, OG is on a winning team, that only helps his contract situation, in my opinion. You know what I mean? When you're in Toronto and you're playing well on an okay team, one thing, but to be on part of a team that is trying to win the East, that just helps. Yes, Jay, I don't think he needs to worry about his contract. Is it, isn't his agent Leon Rose's son? It is. Yeah, but oh, it, but it's okay. also James Dolan. <laughs> it's just a wink, wink, nudge, no, nudge. Look, we got uh, normally you. I'd be like, normally Fair I'd be like, you're right, but it is James Dolan. You never Fair enough. You, you got to right. give but him you, 10% chance. And I saw he wanted to be in New York. Like yeah, that was his whole, he that's wanted to be there. So <laughs> yeah, I guess CAA. he, I don't think he's looking to go anywhere unless some team comes out of the woodwork and just blows sure. New York out of the water with a contract. But yeah, I mean, seems, I think this seems is, unlikely. I think this was big for New York. I think that they legitimately feel that they got a chance to compete for the East now. Do you think they OG legitimately to to guard do. those guys? <sighs> like they, they feel that way, but do you think that they legitimately do have a chance now? I don't know, man. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it makes him better. Um, I was looking at just his historic matchups with these guys. Like he does well on Tatum. Tatum's mm. averaging less than 19 points a game on him in his career. But like Giannis is still Giannis is averaging 27 on yeah. OG in his career. That's actually so, pretty good. Keeping Giannis to 27. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, there's, there's nothing <laughs> wrong you know. with that. Yeah, he's yeah. usually well it's, over 30. <laughs> That's not bad. I think, I think, I think it makes them better. I just don't think that they have it. The guy, I think they've got good, like Randall's legit. DiVincenzo shooting the shit out of the ball, and Brunson's a killer. But Brunson's not. What did What did Becky Hammond say? He's not the a the one A guy. Yeah, not the one A guy. She got hate for that, but is she wrong? Historically, she's right. It's Isaiah. Yeah, and and it's Steph. Like that's it. Yeah, those are you outliers, know? man. Those yeah. are Hall of Famers. Like and that's look, maybe the exception is not the rule. Not only that, historically, beyond being just taller than Jalen Brunson, the best player on winning team is just better than Jalen Brunson. Like that—that's it. Like you normally well, yeah, need you a look top at three Dame. player in the league. And you historically, need Dame, Dame, it's historically like, their number right. twos aren't Julius Randle, you know? ball stopper. Yeah, like it's just not a brand of <laughs> basketball that. I think you can believe it. I believe in Jalen Brunson. I just don't believe in Julius Randle. For sure. But I look um, at the matchups. Like, they go against Boston. Derek White is going to be a great yeah. defender on Brunson. Brunson, to, is he going to outdo throw, Dame? To be able like, to throw Drew and Derek White at him? Dude. It's going to be pretty, relentless. Yeah. That's pretty that's yeah. pretty impressive. Um, so. All right. Let's, uh, let's go to a New Year's resolution for a team or a player. Wait, first of all, Jay, what's your New Year's resolution? 
for me personally yeah yeah i don't wait until an arbitrary date to change my life okay when when did you when did you stop doing are you kidding me you're that guy He's not that guy. He does the same. He doesn't change his life. It's the same thing day after day. I, you know, I, I started working out again a couple of weeks ago. I'm about to get. Yeah. When did you stop? Fit. No, I, I just hit the gym right before this podcast. Woke wow. up at 830. Got a little. What was the workout? In. I did thir- so 30 we- minutes on the bike and then I did a lift. Okay. So you wasted 30 minutes and then you did a lift. I was going hard on that bike, man. I- I'm it ready. doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to keep you loose. Uh, Josh, you're, Josh, you're oh, regimented. You've been, you've, you've been an NBA player before. What's your New Year's resolution? Uh, to be to honest, the, I haven't to thought train about it. I mean, I would just say, I would say, all right, so. It's going to disappear here soon. Um <laughs> I would say that for me, like I spent like, you know, in my entire first 30 years of my life working out almost constantly. And then I retired and I was like, I'm not doing that shit again. Yeah. Like, and I Welcome think. Welcome to hell, Josh. I'm, I feel you. Yeah. Feel you. Right. <laughs> and now I think I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, uh, feeling it a little bit more. I need to like, I can't just. You're trying to make 25, to man. No, absolutely not. There's a city league here. <laughs> I think we just but, announced a Josh Houston's comeback to the NBA. Oh, Jesus. Or maybe uh, China. Maybe go to China. Or you could play in Philippines with Dwight. That's we got to talk about that off recording. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't know, man. I'm 32 now. Things just don't work in my body the way they used to without yeah. like maintaining them. So I, I got I hurt I my back I hurt my back it. 2 weeks ago moving a nightstand. Dude, like I, like trying to put a nightstand <laughs> into someone's SUV and I yeah. and it and it ru- it ruined my next 2 weeks. Like ruined it's my cost. <laughs> it's a common occurrence for me to wake up and my neck just hurt. Like sleeping gets me yeah. sore. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Sleep the wrong way, one night the uh, month is over. It's absolutely exactly. over. I, d- so I, I don't decided- even have to wait till I sleep. I just lay down and I'm like, oh man, I just pulled something. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> uh, I decide I don't want to get in shape. I just want to get uh, big arms again. So I'm just gonna. I'm doing nothing again? but bicep curls. Yeah, I'm doing again? nothing but bicep curls. Yeah. Yeah. There did was a time where big, did Zach there, have big arms? In my Jay's early twenties, Jay's Jay's look is kind of like in my early twenties. I'll find a picture. In my early twenties, like I was, I was ripped. I can't wait to see it. But I but I just I just want arms now. I don't get like I don't I can I'll be fat. I don't care. I just want big arms. That's what I've decided. Get the Desmond Bane. Yeah. Nothing but well no, I have long arms, so it's not you gonna do look not like have long I'm not, arms. I'm not, I bet Desmond Bane has longer arms than you. He's taller than me, but he has a bigger wingspan. My my wingspan is wing longer than his. What is your wingspan? Six, six three, I think. I'm six oh, feet tall. So you're guess he's you're guessing. Well, I don't remember the last time I measured it, but I know it was a, a few inches taller. Or longer, wider than I am tall. I'm a so. minus four wingspan. No Jesus, what? Jay. <laughs> minus I'm four. A minus four. Is that, is that, yeah, I'm is like I'm like Luke Kennard to the tenth power, man. It's it's bad. <laughs> but is without that, the shooting, is that possible, man? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like, I never like knew Shane why I was Larkin bad at basketball. There. I never knew why I was bad at basketball until first day of my freshman year. They did measurements, <laughs> freshman year in college. Like, uh, and I was like, oh, that explains a lot. <laughs> that yeah. really explains a lot. 
Uh, all right. Ass. New Year's resolution for a player or a team. Jay, what do you got? I want OKC to go out and get an upgrade. I want them to go out and be super aggressive. They got tons of pieces. They don't have to wait for another year. They're ready to win in the playoffs right now if they get an upgrade. And so I'm looking at Lowry marketing. I I love I want them to get a four, not just an upgrade. I want them to get like a power forward type where Chet can still be the center. They can still play small. They can still prioritize being athletic, getting to the cup, being having guy a lot of guys who can do a lot of things, put the ball on the floor, I, score. I tell you that Danny Ainge is demanding no fewer than five first round picks for Lowry Markin. Okay, okay. So if if Lowry Markin does not work out. Hold on, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, Danny Ainge says it's going to take five picks. We know OKC has the picks, right? Like they've got a thousand picks in the next six drafts. I'm not giving, I'm not giving five picks for Larry. But what if like some of them are protected? Some, you know, some of them might turn. Moving on to the next target. It should be on OKC's terms. This should not be like where they're just getting their held hostage for this. No, no, they don't have to be super duper aggressive right now and sell out i dave just dropped this in the chat i agree with dave i think they need more of like a traditional five and move chet to the four agreed i don't think i think it's hard to play five out like laurie's not a he's not a he's not a big like that and chet wants to play on the perimeter more so like yeah laurie's like a seven five out small forward right that five out i think is a little crowded I think they need a guy who can live in the dunker spots or the high post, like a Jarrett Allen. You get Chet downhill, Shea downhill. Like you get these guys downhill and you got him for a little drop off, right? And Jarrett's mobile enough that they can still, it doesn't hurt their like small ball, speedy way they type try to play. They don't need a big lumbering big. They need somebody athletic that can keep up with the pace of the game, but not take up another spot on the perimeter. What about, what if I tell you? Clint Capella is available for two first-round picks. That's some crazy, crazy rim yeah. protection. That's some crazy rim protection, but mm-hmm. two first-round picks is a lot. What if one of those first-round picks is protected and likely becomes two seconds? Maybe. Then you're in? Maybe. Because think about that. You get downhill. Like, look at – you see you see Clint Capella and Chet in the paint. It, but I do like, like I like the, Jared the, Allen better, of course. The listeners can't Schlecht see this. Schlecht, 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 Schlecht is in on this deal. Schlecht is in on this deal completely. I haven't seen somebody so excited about a deal ever. Oh Look my at God. this guy. Yeah. What about going after Okongwu? Forget Clapella. Well, that I think it takes a lot of picks. Yeah, they have tons. Okay. What if I tell what you about what Pascal take? What about Pascal what is that? But what is no, that? that same issue. That same issue. You're still looking at five out. Yeah, see, you're still looking see, at five I, I out. Like they the need a guy in the high them. post I and the dunk. Really? There, there, there's a certain point. Look, I know they've had success in the last couple of weeks in the regular season against Denver. It's going to be different. Like, you can't go they need a big, no bulk against Jokic in a playoff series. They need a you big body that can yeah. take the beating for seven games. He'll foul, he'll foul Chet. It doesn't matter how good Chet is right now. He'll foul Chet out so quickly in, the, in that series. He just will. Like it's it's just going to be a different animal than what we see in the regular season. And I think that they have the talent level to compete with Denver 
in a playoff series, but you do need someone just to lean on Jokic for 18, 20 minutes of that game every time. No. That's yeah. a dude like that's a dude that's going to punish. I love that we disagree entirely here on how to move the thunder forward. What's interesting is all, all of this. All my names none of, were, none of, were in none, that none of this realm. is none of this is fueled by how good Shea is or how good Jalen Williams is. None of this is fueled by that. It's fueled by something else for Jay. What? Huh? It's fueled by this is simply you loving Chet. It's not believing no. Shea or anybody else. It's simply <laughs> Shea's amazing. Chet. Shea, Shea is amazing. He, I, I and think Laurie. he was number two on and my Laurie. MVP ballot when I had to do it for Bontemps' thing. Shea was number two. He's amazing. Weird. I don't. This, this is because Shea. This is because Shea is ready to win right now. This is why uh, I would give them more pieces. That's, that's why I would be is. aggressive going after somebody. That's what it is. Uh, Josh, what is your New Year's resolution for a team or a player? <clears throat> this is a, a dual one. They go hand in hand. It's for the Rockets and Shingoon. Oh, I think I'm all in. On Shangun. I know, Jay, you like him too. Who doesn't like Yeah, no, Alpi? he's good. He's the, so good. He, ridiculous. So good. And I think what they got, they've got like a potential top big in the league. Like over, like potential top, one of the top players in the league, I think. Yeah. I mean, you look at Jokic, obviously Jokic is the top of the mountain. How, like how many centers do you think are, are better than him? Right? I mean, it's Jokic, it's Embiid. It, it's those two, I think. Maybe, maybe. Well, in the regular season, it's Bam. Bam kind of fades a little bit in the postseason. <coughs> but even that's probably like, close. Like, I just think the defense is the defense. Matt, like yeah, Bam's the, so the defense is a like, huge difference. The I would defense is huge. Gobert over Absolutely. him. I'd probably put Gobert over him the way he's played this year too. Really? Yo, just that's, defensively, that's, Gobert's that's been tough. outrageous. Yeah. Like, you can't you can't ignore how good he's been offensively. Oh, I, I'm not. I'm not. I just think Gobert has been the best defender I, in the I league. I just think that like the the Rockets have a unique opportunity here. They've got a guy, and I'm not saying obviously Jokic is an outlier. He's elite. Yeah. He's a different level. They got an opportunity to here to have a version of that on their team. Even if he was, even if he maxes out at like 75 percent of what Jokic is. That's an incredible And he player. can do it. Yeah. I mean, it's what, 21 points a game, nine rebounds, and like more than five assists right yeah. now. Like the guy, like, I think Houston and has you know, a you know, real crazy fun, opportunity What's to fun build about him that. too is like you can tell, like, he's, he's, had, he's had flashes of this, but he, you can tell the confidence is building into like a yep. none of you fuckers can guard me. Exactly. Kind of attitude. You know, like he's, exactly. like he's, he's, he's realizing he can manipulate the matrix and like, yeah, like right. he's like you, you I, can see that starting to form with each like week of him. Like, yeah, none of this is going away. Yeah. It's just that. And game. he's what? 20, 21, 21, 20, 21, 22, maybe yeah. young. Right. So they have an opportunity to develop him and develop their offense around him. Mm-hmm. And, I think they need to start working towards that. And then going off of that, his resolution <clears throat> needs to be he's got to start averaging a double-double. Mm-hmm. He's at nine rebounds. And I think he can get to seven, eight assists a game. But then again, it's going to come back to them running their offense through him. He is the best player on the Rockets, right? Yeah. He, easily. he is. Easily. Easily. Yeah. 
And I think that they can take a little bit of a blueprint from how Denver runs their offense through Jokic and do somewhat of the same thing. But I don't think it's it's not even it's not obviously again Jokic is Jokic. But there was a time when people I remember watching a little broadcast when Jokic got put in the end of a Denver game and scored, and the announcer said, "Oh man, everybody's getting points today." (laughs) <laughs> like that's well, like, that's a real thing that happened he was drafted during it, a taco bell commercial yeah it was like who's who's gonna start Nurkic or Jokic? you know exactly yeah who do you build so, who, <laughs> and they chose you know, poorly they chose all the right, right they chose poorly now, i don't know man Nurk, nurk's pretty but, good but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it even stunned the coaching the new coaching staff there a little bit just how good shangun sure. is and right. just and they need to jump on this opportunity offense here. So, like, when they came into this season, I don't think they were thinking, we need to build everything around this guy. No. Whereas now, it was Jalen it's, Green, it's Fred probably Van time Vliet, to shift like, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for a change, right? Mm-hmm. And everything needs to be – they need to run. It was they called, like, a Zoom action, like Denver runs, right, where they just have him at the top of the key and he gets the choice. Go right, go left, handoff, uh, pick and roll, like, whatever he wants to do. And catch it at the high post, run a horns action and screen. Like he can do all those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that it's going to be interesting to see if they make that adjustment going forward. See what happens. My resolution is going to be for you and Jay. Oh, not oh for man. the players. Oh god, not for the team. Let's go. It's our all team. Right. It's for our team, guys. It's a team. Legally, a team. You know. Uh, I just want you guys to and sure, it smacked around a little bit last night. Just want you guys to open your minds to the Miami Heat. Just open oh, your minds to Miami go. Heat. This is someone that you're very reluctant to accept. Jay denies them every year until it's too late. Josh, I can sense the attitude with you. You don't like <laughs> people believing in the Heat, or you don't like me believing in the Heat. I'm just that saying one, the latter. Don't, don't. <laughs> I'm just saying you could believe in the Celtics, and I would, I would go. I, the I Celtics. do believe in the Celtics. I believe they're going to lose the Heat. Uh, I think that, <laughs> you called them frauds moments before we started recording this. That's show. not fair. No, that's not fair. I said them versus the Thunder Knight is the fraud bowl. It's bowl season. <laughs> <laughs> Just said it to piss Josh. Josh is so I mad. Just, Josh is so mad that I that I had the the Thunder as a top five team in the power rankings. Like he got mad at me for having them top five. What are you talking? When I don't know. You sent me some DM or something. I don't know. I wasn't really paying. Attention. Oh no 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 no. It was uh, you ranked someone ahead of OKC after they had just lost to OKC the night before. But the rank no the rankings had come out that morning. Right, but then uh, OKC the morning of the beat, game. But then OKC won. Yeah, well, the I right. mean, the Pistons beat the the Raptors. I'd still put the Raptors over the Pistons. You're a walking contradiction. That's not true. <laughs> it's not true. We'll see what they we'll are. See we really going like to say? Are we really going to say that the Pistons and the Raptors is the same as comparing uh, look, Minnesota it, that's and up, OKC? That's up for you. If you think the Pistons and the Thunder are on the same level, that's up for you, Josh. I don't know. Like, <laughs> what that's is not, happening that's not, right now? I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that one way or another. Okay, you. That's All a weird right, conversation yeah. for you want to get into. I'm just saying, open your hearts up. To Here's Jimmy my problem. Butler, to Jaime Jaquez. To oh, you don't have to tell me to open up my mind to Jaime. 
You don't Why need not to tell Jimmy? me that. Why don't you like Jimmy? Josh, why? I never said I don't like Jimmy. I did not say I don't like Jimmy. You don't think what the Heat are a me top about 16 your, in the East? I never, these are all th- folks, this is all things that I've never said, that I did not say. My problem with you liking the Heat, and I said this before we started recording, is that the Heat could go out and lose 10 games in a row, and Zach will come on the next day and say, see, this is all part of their strategy. They purposely lose these games to make everybody lose faith in them. And now Jay, what did watch, you say? here they come. What did you say? Uh, no, I, what I said is important. unimportant. Here. Oh, you you brought up what I said. Part. You know, I'll tell you what you said. You said you Zach won't get is a never person to back said, up that I actually Zach said this. is never wrong about the Heat. This That's is what you said. Zero, I don't remember. I don't know if I said I hope never. that train set fucking lives in that upstairs forever. <laughs> okay. I hope it never stops. Uh, We're gonna find. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send a pallet of batteries to your house. Whatever that thing runs on. <laughs> I just want you guys to open up your hearts to the heat. Okay, that's all. I just want you to recognize that they're just because they were in the play-in tournament last year doesn't mean they're a play-in team. I, I will I say this: the that. Heat, the Heat are great. Jaime Hakez and what he's done has changed the way I view them. Because I thought they they lost enough talent off last year's team that I was like, you know what? I'm not sure that they have enough this year. They do. Hawkins is very good. Hawkins is super helpful. Uh, I don't. I don't really. If I'm being honest about, I don't really like their guard rotation right now. So they, I think they need somebody. They need to go get somebody. Uh, Any other resolutions that you guys can think of? Trades that need to happen. I do want the Knicks to trade Julius Randle. I know he just killed the Timberwolves, but I, I just, I would feel so much better about this team. I don't even know for who, and I'm not even saying to do it at the deadline. I think this summer, this summer, if they max out in the second round again, I think it's time. I feel like they still have another big trade left in them. That wasn't. They got it. the pieces like, for it, man. You don't get yeah. OG and Anobi and think this is this is our team. Like yeah. that, it wasn't but I also, that type I also, of deal. I also don't think, I mean, maybe they do make a deal before the deadline. I also don't think they need to look at it as um, that they have to do it before. So I think you can get OG, see how he adapts, see then going into the summer. All right, now what other gaps do we have to fill or what, or what changes do we have to make to get this team to the next level? I don't think there's any kind of urgency here for the Knicks to like panic through into a into a second deal here. I think let OG breathe a little bit for the rest mm-hmm. of the season, re-sign him, and then see what you got. Yeah. Yep. Because I do I do think he'll be I mean I think he'll be a monster for that team. He's good he's gonna be so good. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's go out of this episode with our top five teams going into 2024. Josh, would you like to start? Are we doing this in any particular order or are we just throwing out? Just throw, you know what? As someone who does rankings every week, me tell you i don't Poorly, i don't feel folks. i don't feel all right we'll see what, <laughs> see what you think after today um i don't think we need to put them in any particular way. okay i think the top five is just let's go in general yeah all right I, we gotta it's gotta start with boston mm-hmm. right Gus. i have boston denver okc uh minnesota and okc Milwaukee third huh as my okc yeah but maybe fourth like or it. fifth who knows I like it. That's okay, that's my five. Better. You said not even in necessarily in a particular order. Yeah. But I like him at three. Would you like him at two? Minis- over, no. Do you think the best team in the West? No. I still believe in Denver yeah. in the West. I still believe in Denver in the West. They've missed Jamal for, for a number of games. And I mean, they've Gordon's been there. I, I, yeah, I feel like you can't overvalue how important it is to just have been there before. And to just know how to do it, you know what yeah. I mean. Um, so yeah, I, I don't bet OKC against Denver. Should be three, I agree. West. That's why I'm saying they're not above Denver. <laughs> Jay, what what about you? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I think the Clippers are in there for me. Also, haven't been there. They're, they're they're not they're not my number one, but 
but they're in there for me. Yeah, I, I want I yours in order. I want yours in order. Boston one. Okay. Denver two. Okay. Clippers three. Clippers three. Wow. Clippers three. I mean, this is not about just what's happened so far. It's it's. I I kind of believe in the Clippers. I kind of believe in the Clippers again. I don't want to. I don't want to believe in the Clippers. But I do, man. You saw Mason Plumley back in the in the rotation. You and, said I can't deny them. And anymore. the whole Kawhi thing is a, is concerning. It's concerning. But he looked good last night. Yeah, he looked real good last night. After a little time off. And then where where am I? <laughs> you said Clippers three. three. Clippers three. Mi- yeah. Milwaukee four. Uh huh. Still no Minnesota, huh? Wow. OKC Don't five. Believe- no Minnesota in the top five at all. So here's my thing with Minnesota. They are they have been unquestionably a top five team so far. But if I'm looking to the playoffs, I think their offense isn't good enough. I think their defense will be compromised to some extent because of the way that teams will attack the front court of Towns and Gobert. And, and so I, I'm just not sold on them as a playoff team. Were we doing all the way that far forward, or were we just going going into the new year? Our top five teams. It's it's, it's ambiguous. However, you want to. Yeah. Okay. yeah, we just yeah. no rules. All right, yeah. no rules. Just fun. I put the Clippers. Right. Way Let's hear it, Zach. All right, uh, <laughs> he's already he's already backing down off yeah. his Clippers. I hate it. I hate <laughs> of course it. he is. Of course he is. Of course it's been two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Boston's obviously there. Denver's obviously there. OKC is obviously there. Um. I would probably have to put I'm not I don't believe in Philly. I don't think I'm going to believe in Minnesota playoff. I think I, I like it's one game and I don't want to put too much into it, but you saw some of the concerns uh, you would have in a playoff series against New York, you know? Like that that end in New York, it was just like, man, bad shot, bad shot, couldn't quite stop him, couldn't quite stop him. Like it I can see that being a preview of the of the postseason for the Wolves. So, um you know, Milwaukee's going to be in there. I need one more. God, who could I put as that one more team? I, I know guess Miami, guys. He's guess being a heat. dick. I, I, I knew heat. it. Yeah, I guess I just have to go with the heat. <laughs> I yeah. saw that. I knew <laughs> Conference finalists three of the last four years. NBA finalists two of the last four years. Yeah, I guess I would just have to you know, go with the heat. Do you want me to read that uh, that long thing on the court, that poem they've got on the court, that dissertation that they've got? On the court for you, Josh. I'm going to send that to you in a voice note every day. I want you to wake up to that. <laughs> I will block your number. <laughs> hey, we want to know your guys' stuff. Your guys' top five teams. Your New Year's resolutions in the comments. Go ahead and leave a comment on the YouTube page. Make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube page. Make sure you're subscribed to The Athletic, the best coverage of sports on the internet. Uh, you can catch all of Jay's Celtics coverage as they march towards another matchup with the Heat in the postseason. Uh, make sure you are checking out the power rankings. Make sure you're checking out the bounce. The athletic.com slash the bounce. Our free newsletter from myself and Shams Tarani every every morning in your email inbox. For Josh, for Dave, for Schlecht, for Jay, I'm Zach. You want to keep it locked on the Athletic NBA show. Hey. 
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.